are live. That's great. We did it. Proud of us. Have you? Did you? Okay. So continuing on the the lead-in topic from last week, did you see Batman yet? No. I went. I went last weekend. How'd you find it? So my expectations were super low. So mm-hmm. it was actually better than I expected. Okay. But it's not a good movie. No. Was like, Ben Affleck at least good as Batman? Um, Batman literally kills people with guns in this movie. Okay, so... Like, it's not even like a bat gun or a trank gun or some way you can spin it. Like, for reals, shoots bad guys with guns. He kills in, in this movie. As part of his, like, normal... It's not like he's got, he got pushed to the edge. That's just how this Batman works. Okay. Murder, murder man... How saying. insane is that? I mean, 1930s Batman killed a lot of people, so I guess this is just... The well, there's been follow-up. alternate reality Batmans that kill and use guns, yeah. but not Batman Batman. Too late now. Now he's a mass murderer. It's insane. Like, that's his one thing. It's cra- like it's, oh, it's crazy that I was just completely confused every time it would happen in the movie, and yeah. Zack Snyder... Wonder Woman's great. She's probably the best part of the movie. Okay. So, uh, I want to see more of that, so I'm looking forward to that Wonder Woman movie. That should be good. But she was pretty cool. Um, are you going to see it? Mm, I think we might go try to see it next week. I don't know. We're talking about it, but I'm sick right now. So, if that's why I sound a little off. And, uh, I don't know. It'll depend. We're going to be a little starting to build up to get busy soon for convention time. Okay, okay. Um, but in the same vein, did you ever watch Daredevil? The show? No. The t- Netflix one? No? So you're, you're not watching season two? No. I'm just about finished season two. Punisher's awesome. I heard the Punisher was like one of the best parts. Punisher's super cool. I'm not a huge fan of uh, how Elektra is in this season. Mm. Um, but I mean, you know, the fight scenes are still definitely real cool with her, but the Punisher is is really cool. He's like just like crazy enough, but also like like he just seems a little deranged, but not completely out there. Uh, I forget the actor's name. James James something with a B his last name. James Woods. I'd watch it's not, that. It's not James Woods. I'd watch that. Um, but yeah, Punisher is real great. Uh, so Daredevil. Depending on how late this ep- this podcast goes, I will f- watch the fi- the last episode I have. Nice. Uh, after this, one more to go. Um, but you, you haven't watched any of the Netflix Marvel shows? Yo, I don't. I can't even think of the last time I turned on Netflix. It's crazy, man. Jessica Jones, super good. That's insane. All right. All right. Uh, what, what's a TV? You use TVs all the time. Don't even. I, what What's a TV? This is Put a video podcast. What's a TV? Put Netflix on your phone. <laughs> what's a phone? You use your phone all the time too. Yeah. <laughs> you use your phone for gaming. Yeah, that's a lot games. harder. That's a lot harder to hide. Because this is a video game podcast. This is the top down perspective. Yep. Paul's not here because uh, work. Um, um, we're probably going to address that as well this episode. You want to go for it now or later? Well, I mean, you 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 started it. Paul's no longer going to be on the show. We've killed Paul. <laughs> uh, he will never never exist again. That's true. Not we, even in your we, memories. We put this picture up in uh, memoriam for him. What picture is it? It's just the him falling on the bomb from Strange oh, okay. Love again. Right, right. I actually didn't change the picture. It's always the same picture I use when I had the host. Yeah, I just I never I never look at it right. So, um, yeah, Paul's work schedule changed, so we can't really do Thursday nights anymore. Um, if you know, if we want Paul, uh, so we're going to probably be looking into Fridays or the weekends at some time. But who knows what time that's going to be? We still have to figure that out. Um, but we just didn't figure it out fast enough this week. So we stuck to the normal time, John and I, cause we're still free on, on Thursdays. Uh, yeah. thanks a lot, Paul. Um, but yeah, that's, that'll be for, he said like for the summer time or something and for the next half year. So half months. a year we'll, we'll be off, off, uh, off of Thursdays and onto weekends. So see how it goes. Um, but anyways, that's why Paul's not here this week, but, uh, I am Sean Booker and John Wheeler is here. I'm sick, but I'm here. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for uh, making the trek 
here for us today. <laughs> it took a lot out of me. I'm sorry. Um, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? I've been playing uh, this hot, hot new system called the Super Nintendo. Nice. Yeah. So, um, is that your favorite game console? It's pretty high up there. If it's not my favorite, it's like second favorite. I, I think or- Game Boy is probably my favorite. Okay. Um, I had a, a mystery pile of games I would pull out, pull from for streams. So I decided to like clear that out because it just got too a little too cluttered, and the option wasn't like was coming up too much. So I just played. I tested a bunch of games, cleaned them, and played them. Uh, games I really liked out of the pile: Big Sky Trooper, which was a uh, a top down adventure slash action game made by Lucas Arts. Okay. You're, a, you're a small child who gets uh, drafted into this army to fight these slime aliens that are trying to take over the world and the universe. Why would they want a child to do that? Because no one else was available. Okay. Is everyone dead? No. No one else was available. All right. Okay. Well. So you go travel between like planets, fight off space aliens, and then walk around in like this big sky trooper suit and blow up stuff. It's all right. Cool. Uh, I'm looking through the pile here. Uh, I got this cool game called Fire Striker. It's uh, Pong or no? It's make it's Breakout meets an adventure game. You like you have a that sounds cool. You have a, like a soldier that runs around and you like attack this bouncing ball and that's how you attack enemies. But you've also got like to pretend protect the ball from falling off the map. You've also got a wizard that kind of you can control that use works like a ball saver at the bottom. This sounds great. I love uh, Breakout. You can also play it two player co op. Okay, that's and, cool. And four player versus. How does that? How does that work? Uh, that one I'm not sure about. But I have a feeling it's like uh, a soldier and a wizard versus a soldier and a wizard. So it's like it's like uh, it, it's like Pong. It's like what the fuck is that game? Uh, Crossfire. It probably works like Crossfire. I don't know what Crossfire is. Okay, well, you, basically, it's like yeah, versus Pong. Like you have to try to get past the other team's goal while they're like attacking your guy with the ball. Okay, so that seems pretty cool. That does sound cool. Uh, I played Mickey's Ultimate Challenge, which I thought was going to be like a puzzle game with Mickey Mouse. It was like a shitty game. That's not a genre, but... It might as well be, if you look what, at old games. What kind of game is it? Like a platformer? <clears throat> it's a, it is a puzzle game, but in like the loosest sense. Like you go, you have An five... An educational diff- game? It, no, it's like on the cusp. You have like five different types of games, mini games that you have to do to try to get like these pieces, and then the pieces you that you get, you use to solve the mystery. And the mystery is like you're in like a fairy tale castle, and there's like an earthquake, so you need to figure out what's doing it. Um, you have to do such things as play. Uh, do you remember Codebreaker or like Mastermind? Yep. Yeah. You basically have to do Mastermind, which was actually kind of cool. Okay. Um. Uh, you have to do Simon Says, so you have to remember like what button lights up. I Is this just a mini-game collection? Yeah. Okay. You have to like do a slide puzzle where you have to push these uh, blocks out of the maze. You have to do uh, a matching game, and then you have to do a game where you jump from platform to platform to spell out words, but if you land on the wrong platforms, other platforms disappear, and if you fall off, you have to restart the whole puzzle, and it sucks. Okay, so you're just like you're jumping on like like a platform represents a letter. Yeah, but like okay. yeah, they're like they're books that are flying up and down, and some of them okay. have letters on them, and some don't. And if you land on the wrong letter, then it just gets erased. Okay, so uh, it was kind of terrible. And uh, at the end of the game, you have to do a slide puzzle, like you know those like four by four block slide puzzles where they had to put the pieces together. Yeah. Yeah, except if you play on hard, you have to do a 6x6 six six slide puzzle, which that really sucks, because I already hated slide puzzles to begin with. Slide puzzles aren't great. I no, mean, they're really like, not. Like, I've had, a, like, like physical ones, I'm just never interested in doing this. Yeah. Uh, what else did I play here? Uh, a pretty cool game called On the Ball. Um, do you know those, like, annoying stick games? The ones where you have, like, a little stick, you have to move through a maze, and if you touch the sides, you get, like, a little electric shock? Okay, sure. Yep. It's kind of like that, but with a ball. Uh, you have to guide this ball through a maze, and there are like little traps on the side. You have to do it within a set time limit. Is it kind of like a labyrinth? Yeah, kind of. 
Except okay. it's all about gravity. So like the ball is, you have to like tilt the puzzle to make the ball fall and then like, go around turns and like break blocks and stuff like that. It's actually really fun. Oh, you know, this is kind of, you're still talking about a SNES game, right? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever used one of those like sphere, like this is a literal game now, like a yeah. physical game where there's like a marble and you have to try and like get it through the whole thing. And it's a sphere. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Is that kind of like that? Is it's that, like a video game version of that. Yeah. Okay. It's That's actually pretty cool. cool. I like it. Uh, Outlander, which was a Mad Max game without the Mad Max license. You have to, like, drive this car while fighting, like, all these, like, people gone crazy and try to find food and gasoline and basically just not get murdered. It's okay. All right. Uh, The Page Master, which is based off of a Macaulay Culkin movie where yeah, he's, but, just, um, he's just really into books. I, I remember that movie. Slightly. Yeah. There's a game of it. Uh, I remember playing it as a kid and beating it. I liked it. So Isn't I decided it an to... animated movie. Yeah. Okay. It, like it starts off in real in like live action and then it switches to animation. Okay. Okay. I was wondering why I was thinking of like both. All right. That makes sense then. So I did. Uh, I played that for a little bit. I died. I got a game over in the first stage because I was just kind of fucking around. And when I hit continue, the entire game was complete. So did you just stop after that? Uh, I I literally walked to the end of the game. I got to the ending, and then the game called me a cheater. I don't know how okay. it happened. I don't know what caused it. Yeah. But I I, the game literally glitched and let me walk to the end of the game and then called me a cheater for it. It was really weird. Maybe there's like a code to be able I, to do I that. I either you accident- accidentally, yeah. you accidentally put it in. Yeah, It must have been the case. It was really weird. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Ren and Stimpy Fire Dogs. Okay. It's uh, based on that Ren and Stimpy cartoon called Fire Dogs where they pretend to be Dalmatians so they can get work and money and like a place to live. All right. I know the, I know the cartoon, but not the episode, but okay. Mm. Uh, it was it, it was a game I remember renting as a kid and then never beating, so I figured I'd pick it up and try to beat it. And did you? No. it's I only played the first stage. It's as hard as I remember it being as a kid. All right. Uh, The Rocketeer, based on the movie from the early 90s. Okay. Shitty game. Holy shit. Um, You spend half the stages not actually playing as a Rocketeer, but as uh, him flying an airplane. So you're still playing as him. Yeah, but, like, he's not even, like, the Rocketeer till like, a couple stages in. It's, okay. like, literally, like, the game's like, okay, you're gonna... We'll let you try out this, ba- this jetpack if you win two races flying this airplane. So then you fly an airplane for two races, but the races literally just hold down the throttle and you'll probably win. Is it, is it for like narrative purposes yeah. or something? Yeah, okay. but it also it, but it's like 10 laps, so it takes a while. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you okay. do that twice, and then when they're like, all right, we're going to go check out the jetpack, you suddenly just get in like a shooting portion where you already have the jetpack. Nice. You stole it. Yeah. So you tap the B button, you fly up, you tap it again, you fly down. And you just walk around left and right and shoot people. It's like Cabal. Uh, I'm trying to think of a game that you might have played that would play similar to it. Like you're you're in like the foreground and you aim the cursor, and that's like how you fire. But that's also how you dodge. Is like you move the cursor and you move with it. Okay, I can't think of anything similar to that. Yeah. But so you do that, and then you do another race. But instead, you're now the Rocketeer, so you use the jetpack, and then you do the shooting portion again. Is this better or worse than the Disney game? Uh, I mean, the Mickey Mouse game. Well, I was actively pissed when I finished Rocketeer, so maybe worse. Okay. Well, uh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, so after you, you do all that, you fly to go try to save your friends who've been kidnapped by the Nazis. And you don't have invincibility frames, so you can just keep being juggled constantly and die. And the health pickups they drop, you can blow up. And they scroll on screen the exact same way all the missiles that are trying to shoot you do. So it's, like, hard to tell what's health? Yeah. Okay. Until it's too late. And then sometimes you'll get knocked out of the way and can't even touch it because there's no invincibility. Did you beat uh, this game? Yes. The all state, right. it, it also took me, like, it's an auto-scroller that takes about 10 minutes to clear. And okay. if you die, you have to restart. The game or the level? The level. Okay. So you do that, then you do another one of those. 
and right. then and then you do the final stage where you punch a bunch of Nazis on top of a blimp. Why did you play through this whole game then if if it was bad from start to finish? Because the speedrun said it was like 10 minutes. Okay. Did you and do it, it in 10 minutes? No, god no. <laughs> it took a while. Right. But now I never have to play that game again unless it wins a fortune cookie. There you go. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez, Los Gatos Banditos. Uh, did you? You might not have heard, heard of this. Do you remember a game called Sonic Four? Like Sonic the Hedgehog Four? Yeah, yeah. It came out like at two parts, right? No, not that one. The there's a Sonic the Hedgehog Four on the Super Nintendo. I don't know about that one. Okay, so yeah. Um, Wait, why was that one ignored then? What? Why have I not heard of that one? And why did the recent what because one that I'm referring to also call itself four? Because this one's a ROM hack made by someone. Oh, okay, so it's not a real. Okay, no. So it, you play as Sonic the Hedgehog in that one. You run around saving Mario's who've been kidnapped. Yeah, this definitely is not a real game. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's based on. Uh, it's a ROM hack of Speedy Gonzalez, Los Gatos Benditos. So okay. So I played that one. It's actually all right. It's an okay game. Um. Uh, Super Valis 4, which is like an adventure game where you run around as a woman hacking and slashing like uh, death and all these other demons. It's pretty cool. So like when you say like adventure game, I think of like like a point and click adventure game. Okay. It's it's an action game. Then okay. So it's right. like it's like playing Contra, but with a sword. Okay. okay. Kind of like a brawler or something. Kind of. Yeah. But like you, you stab when you stab an enemy, they die in like one or two hits. So. All right. Uh, and Wordtris, which is uh, made by the guy who created Tetris. Okay. It is literally letters are falling from the top of the screen, and you have to use them to spell out words. And the longer the word is, the more points you get. Is that is that good? Is that as good as Tetris? No. Tetris is the best one, hands down. Can you rotate the letters? No. Okay. It's pretty sad, actually. It's all yeah, right. that's, that sounds... Okay, well... Yeah, I think so I've that, heard of that before, though. Actually, like, there's like a pile of like 22 uh, SNES games just off camera here, and I played like most of them. Cool. Um, other than that, I we've continued the adventures of game that keeps changing its name every week. So I, I keep getting ads in Twitter, and it's just Super Evolution. All the ads, yeah, which I thought was like the second name. So yeah, that was the that was the name we started playing it under. Um. There is now another version of the game. Okay. I'm so confused why that would even be the case. But okay, what's this one called? To to catch people up, the version that we are playing, uh, myself and Reese, is Fantasy Monster. Then they released... Fantasy Monster was a name... That was definitely one of the names from last week. Yeah. And then I think it became Elves Union, that sounds right? Or that might have been the one before it. That's before it. Fantasy Monster is more recent. All right. Elves Union was like the third name or something. Mega Monster might have been the one after it. That's I think that's new. Um, and it has since changed its game again. Uh, its name is now Elves Frontier. Okay. And it is also no longer available on the store, which means it is going to be changing name again in the next day or two. Okay. Okay. Hang on. So, how many how many active versions are there? Um, there's the one we're still using, Fancy Monster. There's whatever came after that, which I think was like Mega Monster or something like that. Okay. And then there's Elves Frontier, which is no longer available apparently. Okay. So, so that one's not active. So there's there's two then. There was an updated version that came out like three days ago, and it's already gone. And right. which means we're probably getting another one soon. Are, is there any like? Do you have both of these ver- the active ones on your phone? I just have Fantasy Monster. Okay, is there like, do you have any idea if there's any difference in these games? Um, the latest version is supposed to have an actual difference. They, uh, they changed the look of a ton of the monsters to make them less, look less like Pokemon monsters. Okay, alright. I wonder if that was their scheme all along, is we'll, we'll get everyone in with the Pokemon, and then we'll just turn it into a different game slowly. No, I think they wanted to keep it in the Pokemon period, and then they just kept getting in trouble. Because okay. the Japanese version still exists, or, or the Chinese version, rather, still exists, and it has not had to change anything as far as I know of. So it's still called, like... I think it's called, like, Pocket, Pocket Master? Pocket, Pocket Q, I think, is what their name is on that one. Oh, okay. 
I think the first one here was Pocket Master. Pocket Master, I think, was the second one we told you about because I think we went Super Evolution, Pocket Master, Elves. Uh, I think it was. I think it was the other way around. Union, but... Fantasy Monster, Mega Monster, and then this one. Okay, but um, still, still fun holding your attention. Yeah. All right. At least while they're like creating new versions, they're still adding in new features and fixing problems. So. So, uh, comment in the chat is saying Weavile is now an Egyptian. I guess that's yep. one of the uh, changes. So there you go. Uh, Jirachi now wears a sombrero. Nice. All all the uh, evolutions still look the exact same. It's just now they're completely different colors. So like uh, Jolteon is black. Okay. All right. Just weird changes like that. Uh, it's it's really weird, but it's still fun. And finally, okay. the last thing we've been playing, and I'm sure this will bleed into yours as well, Homo. Yes, I have also played some Mitomo. Played is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that is basically just a toned down Tomodachi life for it's, free. Yeah, exactly. It's Tomodachi life, like a hundred percent. Um, which like everyone knew, right? Yeah, everyone... they were uh, they were upfront about it. So, I mean, okay. So how do you, how do you like it? Are you, or it's, dislike it's, it? Or it's what? goofy. It's all right. I don't know how you make more money yet, except for wait for the next day or give them money. Surprisingly, there's less stuff to do in this than Tomodachi Life. Yeah, that's like, true. Tomodachi Life, you could like, it was all about just kind of watching me's do stuff. Like, I'm gonna see what the me at the news reporting area is doing. I'm gonna see what the me at the fountain is doing. This one is like, do you want to answer a question or listen to your friend's answer? That's and then like the photo mode. I think the photo mode is right? pretty good, though. The photo people are having a blast with the photo mode. I mean, it doesn't really do anything for me, mm. but that's that's just me, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. It looks like there's stuff to unlock, so I'm probably gonna play it for the next couple days, see if anything drastic changes. But if it stays the exact same way it is right now, then this is not going to do very well. Okay, your your guy has not come over to my house yet. Paul's I've had did. I've had maybe three people come over. And mine, that's it. How many How many friends do you have? 50. Okay. All right. I have like four, I think. So, um, every time something asks me like a question and I, and could, well, the one the nice thing is you can put like anything as the answer. So anytime I get a question sent to me, I just respond, um, with the name of a movie, the year it came out and the two like highest builds actors. Uh, those are that's always my answer. Nice. Um, so um, maybe I've just, I've just been getting cynical responses. So yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've definitely seen some of those. What do you do with Mitomo points? I have like five thousand of them. What you mean, like the the actual coins? Yeah, on the right side of the screen. Is that just for buying clothes? The the gold coins? Yeah, they're they're for paying for like the drop machine and for buying clothes. What's the drop machine? You haven't done the drop machine yet? Those are what you use the tickets for. I have the tickets. I don't know what I use those for. So if you click on the shop button, you have the option of going to the store, and you have the option of doing their, like, pachinko machine deal. I where, did not see that. Yeah, so they have all these, like, themed items put on these little platforms, and you basically drop a me and bounce them around a pachinko machine, and if you land in a certain spot, you get the item. So that's what the tickets are for, and I think you can also spend, like, 500 coins to get another drop. Okay, and it's all just cosmetic items you're getting, right? Yep, they're all okay. me items so far. I don't know if they're going to change anything, but I doubt it. Right. Another thing, and I should look this up right now, is every time I get a cosmetic item, it says it downloads it. So I'm super curious, like, how, how much, much data space, is used? How much, or just how much space this is using? Because I'm using it all on Wi-Fi, so the data is not an issue. Mm. I'm curious how much space this thing is taking up and how soon I'll be taking it off my phone. Come on, load. Oh, it's definitely the top. So half a gig so far. Wow. This game is not going to last long on my phone. Wow. And that's and I don't even have that many cosmetic stuff. I have the Mario hat that they just give you. Yeah. Um, and then I bought an oversized shirt that says "Me Yourself." Oh, and a banana pin, and that's what my guy wears. Wow, I had none of those things. I feel sad now. Um, yeah, I was just like, what is the, the, some of the ugliest stuff in here? And I threw those on. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's like a... This feels, like you said, it's a watered-down Tomodachi life mixed with the Everybody Votes channel from the yeah. original Wii. That's exactly what it is. But yeah. you don't actually pay anything for it, which is a nice change. <laughs> well, you're saying in relation to Tomodachi life? Yes. Yeah. Look, I mean, I didn't pay for that either. I got a review copy, so for me, this is like the same thing. Um, I'm yeah, I'm not really into it. I'm kind of curious to see how long people will stay into this. I wonder if like kids are really into it. I'm curious, like how how that demographic is is viewing uh, Mitomo. I don't know. I am curious to see how the reaction is going to be in North America. That's what makes me wonder if like if it's going to be as because I heard it like it was doing all right. And I I saw there was a report today that said it became the number one downloaded game. I don't know if which store it's in, Android or iOS. iPhone. I, I saw it on iOS yeah. it was. I don't know, if maybe Android as well, but I saw uh, an image of the iOS store. Um, I'm just curious, like, how long is it going to actually, like, stay popular? Because, I mean, no one talked about Tomodachi Life, like, two weeks after that was out. Mm. Is this going to be different? Who knows? Like I Who said, knows? that's going to depend on if there's any unlockable content. If there's no unlockable content, then it's just going to be like, okay, I'm already done. So I'll keep playing and see if there's any content. And if there's not, then it's done. Yeah. I'm yeah. So like my my overall thing is like I'm I'm kind of just not into this at all. Mm. That's my take. I completely understand that, and I can definitely see why people would also feel the same way. But I'm having fun. Uh, everyone who's having fun with like the picture maker has been fantastic. There's been some really funny pictures going around. But yeah, I've seen a few that you've uh, been retweeting. Mm. That's probably the best thing to come out of it. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the viewer base or the user base in North America was gone in two weeks unless there's like some major catch. Did you play anything else? Nope, that's it. I am trying to see when the review embargo is up on Quantum Break to see if I can talk any more about it. It's midnight tonight. <laughs> nice. So I can't say anything for four and a half hours. Um, I mean, I'm just going to be saying positive stuff. That game's like really Still cool. really good? Still really good? Yeah, I've, I really like that game. Have you beat it yet? Yes, I'm halfway through writing the review. That should be up any day now. It comes out this Tuesday. Um, but yeah, no, I finished it like last weekend. Uh, and that's a cool game. Um, but again, yeah, I can't really talk any more definitive stuff. Are you getting it? Yes, I've already got it pre-ordered. Okay, I, I hope like I hope like you play it when it comes out, and then we can like get real talking about it on on next week's episode. That'd be that would be cool. That would be cool. When is it actually out? I thought it wasn't out till like mid-April. I'm pretty sure it's this Tuesday. Oh, really? I, I believe so. Yeah. Um, Looking it up right now. Uh, apart from that, I played more Pokemon Tournament. Okay, you're right. April fifth. Yeah. April 5th. I was even thinking that in my head, April 5th. Um, Pokemon Tournament is still real easy. Okay. Um, uh, Shadow Mewtwo. Oh, you're, we were wondering what uh, the, the card does. Mm -hmm. You just you scan that, and then you can play as Shadow Mewtwo until you turn the game off. And then I guess you have to scan it again. Yeah, I've heard that. So Yeah, that's... Heaven forbid, because I was going to pass this card around to all my friends so they would walk it in their games. Yo, you don't know, man. There's like a school ring going around of Shadow Mewtwo cards everywhere. Nintendo's right. got to keep their property safe. That's true. All those kids sharing cards. Sheesh. Um, just ruining it for the rest of us, right? Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, damn kids. Um, I don't have much else to say. I, I, I think I'm just like really not into fighting games that don't have like a solid story mode. Cause it's just so it's just too repetitive for me. Like it's just super repetitive, and I know I'm just playing computers and stuff. Mm. Have you not played um, it online at all yet? No, but then again, I've never really been that into competitive multiplayer either. So like, I, it, it, like it just seems like the exact same as playing the computer. It's not like I can like you know talk to the person I'm fighting or anything like that. So I I, I don't know. There's just no draw really, but um. And I'm thinking like, well, you know, I don't, I've never really stuck with fighting games that much, but Mortal Kombat, oh, alarm's going off, my laundry's done. Shut up. Mm. Um, well, we gotta stop the podcast, guys. We'll talk to you later. 
Yeah. So like Mortal Kombat is cool because they they do a lot with their story mode, and that that definitely draws me in. And then um, and then for whatever reason, Smash Bros draws me in, which is doesn't have that amazing of a story mode. But yeah, this is just like I can play for a little bit, which is good because that's kind of all I'm playing. Is I'm playing maybe I don't know thirty minutes sessions. And then it's just like, I can't play this anymore. It's just the same thing over and over again. Mm. Um, but I mean, that's not to say it's not bad. I just, I'm not much of a fighting game person. I think it's, I think it's the, uh, the, the takeaway. takeaway. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I've been playing. Let's, uh, let's go on to the news. Sweet. The news is Mitomo's doing amazing. Oh my God. Why are you not playing it? No, that's not it at all. Actually kind of, in, so in relation to Mitomo, let's, let's jump into that one. My sure. Nintendo is live. Yep. Um, did you look at this at all? Did you link your yeah. accounts and all that? Yeah. So I, I, I did the same. There's three different currencies, which is just annoying. Um, there's Mitomo points, which yep. we briefly mentioned earlier. There's platinum points and then gold points, which I guess this is pretty similar to club Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's all these unlocks and you can only use some currency for some of the unlocks and some currency so, for the other ones. So here's how it works. Um, Mitomo points can be used on anything Mitomo related, and they can be used as platinum points for certain things. Yeah. Uh, plat- platinum points can be used on anything that uses platinum points or Mitomo points. Uh, and gold are really just for discounts at the moment. They are you only get gold coins for uh, buying digital games. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. That's that's fine with me. Yeah. Um, and they I'm get curious. You- pretty good discounts I'm, honestly you get i'm curious if you off. get a a code if you'll get gold stuff and i doubt it uh but that's just since i review a lot of nintendo games i i always get the code i'm curious but about that too because right now it seems like if you do dig or if you do physical games you're you don't get anything right right um which probably sucks for you right yeah yeah doesn't i don't care at all uh for from on my side of it so far, the only thing I really care about with uh, my Nintendo right now is if you get a thousand Mitomo and Platinum points, you get a Pacross game. Yeah, there's a Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess Pacross game. Um, how many? How many my Nintendo points do you have? I have like five hundred or something. I have seven fifty, seven fifteen. So what have you been doing to get all these points? Um, just doing Mitomo stuff. Okay. And wait, can you use Mitomo points for? Oh, you can. Okay, so you're just getting them through Mitomo. I see. How that yeah, is. yeah. Because I got all mine from like linking accounts and stuff like that. Supposedly, I was supposed to be sent a code as well for being a Club Nintendo member. They were supposed to get 200 points that way, but I did not get that. I didn't get that. I haven't heard about that either. I people have been posting pictures of it, so it does exist. Yeah, I. Well, I should be getting one of those too then. But anyway, you can also get like full like full games there that have, are old. Like WarioWare yep. Touched. Virtual console games, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Donkey Kong Country Returns, for example. Um, which some of them are, like, super cheap. Yeah. Um, and some of them you can get, like, you get 30% off Splatoon, 30% off Punch-Out! Wii. 30% yeah, off the older the game, the more discount you can get. Some of the newer stuff, like, I'm trying to think. The, the newest game on here is probably... It's Splatoon, isn't it? Yoshi's Woolly World. Oh, right, yeah. And you can get 15% off that. Um, uh, trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, that looks like the newest game here. Um, you can get Flipnote 3D for free. Yeah, that's if you missed out on it in the past. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, but then they have real cheap stuff like um, you know, Dark Down Country Returns is only 230 points, so that's pretty cheap. Um, I don't know, that's good. I mean, I wish I had an actual reason to play Mitomo. Mm. Like I said, um, I hope there's more to it. Because right now what's there is fun, but it's a fun distraction and that's it. Even if I, like, I want that P-Cross game, mm-hmm. but I don't like Mitomo enough to grind. I, I am willing to grind to get that P-Cross game. Even if it's only 45 puzzles, I still want it. Um, But if, like, Mitomo was actually interesting, like, yeah, I'd be all down for that and then getting the P-Cross thing. It would be great and I'd be so up on this, but I... I mean, I like Pacross, not as much as you. I like Pacross, but I'm not going to grind Mitomo questions to get uh, to get Pacross. Mm. All right. Um, so what else we got here? So this first news story, Onomatoguchi, 
This was weird. Um, first off, did you listen to that album? No, not yet. There's a, there's some cool songs on that album. That album's also weird though, but let me, let me get into like the backstory of this. So out of nowhere on like two, oh God, auto playing a video. Shut up. God, GameSpot, you were terrible. Okay. Um, I don't know where I think it was on like Tuesday. I'm trying to find the actual date. They don't have the dates on their updates. Thank you. Mar- March 28th. When was that? That, that, was, t- that was Monday. Um, and Managuchi just started yelling on their Twitter. This is the first I had, I had heard of stuff. Um, they were working with a company called NHX on a first person shooter called Capsule Silence Fort, uh, 24. Um, Capsule Silence was described by NX Media Relations Manager David Leonard as a story-based world exploration FPS with RPG elements that has music at the core of the experience. And I guess uh, Anamanaguchi had been working with them for like three years. For those who don't know, Anamanaguchi is um, probably the biggest chiptune artists out there. Uh, I can't think of anyone who would be bigger than that. Um, but they're great, and they've made some real cool music. Music. Um, so apparently like an article came out, like announcing the game. And then, uh, because Anwanaguchi didn't like mention it or something, the developer got angry at them. And then Anwanaguchi got angry at that aspect. So they just went on this giant Twitter rant and then they just released the beta version of the game online. Cause they were just like, screw you developer. So you can go play this game. Um, and then they released all the music for it. Uh, so there's like an al- a new album of Anamanaguji tracks out there. Uh, and there's some cool songs on it. Uh, Just Dive is my favorite, if anyone checks that out. Uh, but this is crazy. Uh, I didn't play the game or anything like that. Reading through this, like the, the latest update says... After spending some time with the game as released by Anamanaguji, this seems a lot more like a viral marketing campaign for getting out music from the band. While our writer's been in contact with representatives from Anamanaguchi and someone who claims to represent developer NHX, the state of the game itself makes us skeptical that any of this has been more than a hoax meant to increase press for the band. I mean, it. it I, I would. It, part of it does seem a little bit forced, um, but it was just really weird to watch. And also, one thing that was re- also weird is the album, it almost seems incomplete. Like, some of the songs just kind of end out of nowhere, it seems like. Uh, but I can't see why you would make 75% of a song and then save it and then upload it into this, like, essentially like a playlist. You just wouldn't put it on there until it was done, right? I don't know. I don't know. But, um, anyways, weird weird scenario. Um, uh, I can't seem to find any of the tweets this article actually even links to. It's like they deleted them all. Uh... Actually, they um, deleted their own Twitter account. What's going on here? Wait, the Anamanaguchi Twitter account. Go gone? to the go to the Anamanaguchi Twitter account. It its name is dot, and then it's just one tweet. And I don't know if I want to click any of the links. One is a, a MediaFire link to what seems to be the game. I mean, I just searched Anamanaguchi. Okay, hang on. Let me click at Anamanaguchi. Oh yeah, their Twitter account's gone. That's crazy. So I don't like I don't know what what do you think? Do you think this is viral marketing? Like why I think this is a weird account? viral marketing thing. That seems pretty extreme deleting your whole Twitter account. Yeah. I don't want to click that first link uh, cuz I don't know what it it's a shorthand for. This Mediafire one. Yeah, I don't know. Not not the uh, Mediafire, the one before it. we.tl. Yeah. Oh, it looks like it actually goes to their Facebook. No. Oh, you know. did cl- you did click it? No, I ran it through Google. And it seems to go to their actual uh, Facebook page. The other one is some which, kind of which download. Has, which has a post. What the fuck? The post that it also like is that link. And then it says, Anamanaguchi releases its FPS game online for free. Calls Dev terrible fucking landlord. Which is in this original article on GameSpot talking about that. Um, God, GameSpot with your autoplaying videos. This is weird. I know, it's super weird. Like, it seems somewhat viral marketing, and then it, and on the other hand, it, it doesn't. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. Um, But, yeah, this kind of happened all throughout the week. Um, 
And my and you know the main point was, hey, look, new Anamanaguchi music. This is great. Um. So yeah, you, it's out there. You can do it. I uh. I think I tweeted the links to the new the new music. Um, it it looks like that other link is also a download link for the files. The music files or the game? Um. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a download link to something. It seems to be a link for WeTransfer, which is a storage site. Yeah. Well, I know they were, they put both out there. Um, so I don't know. I have no idea. This is yeah interesting to say the least. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's a quick couple things to scratch your head at. Uh, Final Fantasy 15. We got some news about that this week. Uh, first was that it's coming out September 30th. September 30th. And also in an interview, uh, they said that for Final Fantasy XV, I'm going to see who actually said this. Uh, the director, oh, I'm going to butcher this, Hajime Tabata, said in order for uh, Final Fantasy XV to be successful, they need to sell 10 million units, um, which you pr- probably guess they need to sell a lot considering um, they were uh, they designed a custom audio, like there was a Square Enix event, um, where, let's see, Square Enix unveils not only new details on the game, but a custom-made Audi, an extremely expensive-looking feature film, an anime series, and more. What is, I, don't, I don't know what the and more is, but anyway. Um, anyways, put 10 million units in perspective, in context for Final Fantasy XV. Not a single Final Fantasy game besides Seven has sold that many units. The Witcher, that's twice as much as The Witcher 3 sold. And twice as much as Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Do you have any? You think Final Fantasy Fifteen is going to sell? Get be successful? It's not gonna. It's not there's gonna hit ten. It's not gonna hit ten million. There's no way. There's no. Yeah. There's no way it's gonna hit. Like, Even if the game crazy. is phenomenal, there's no way it'll hit ten million. Within, no. if it does ever hit ten million, that's gonna be after a couple years. They said like for the entire lifetime that it needs oh. to hit that. But no, no, no. Final Fantasy has done that. Well, besides if, seven, if the rumors about the PC version existing is true, maybe they will. But that'll also be probably discounted to hell. So I don't know. Yeah, I doubt it. Isn't thirteen on PC though? Uh, I think all versions of thirteen are on there now. I think all versions are on there now. Seven, eight, seven, eight, nine, all of thirteen. I think is... those. I think those are the only ones, and obviously eleven and fourteen. Yeah. But uh, ten and twelve are not on there, as far as I'm aware of. What about the young? What about the the younger ones, the lower ones? Oh they right, have... some of like the mobile versions got ported. I forgot about that. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's no way that's happening. Um, I don't know. Final Fantasy 15 looked cool. <laughs> I want that game to be good. Everything I mean, I'm seeing about the game interests me. I want. I mentioned to be good. the Witcher one. The Witcher has won so many awards. Like people love that game. And this, and that's it's only sold five million, at most, not even yet. So, anyway, uh, you can now turn your Xbox One into a dev kit. They finally delivered on that three-year promise when they announced the Xbox One. Uh, you can get uh, into the preview program that will let you do it, and then the full program uh, starts this set, uh, this summer. Uh, and in order uh, to get access. Uh, you need to pay like 19 bucks or something. It's kind of cool that, that they're even doing that at all. Yeah, converting a console to dev mode requires no special equipment or fees, though to fully access the abilities, a user will need to create a dev center account for $19. Uh, the preview only offers access to 448 megabytes of the Xbox One's 8 gigs of RAM. When in dev mode, sorry, when dev mode comes out of pre uh, out of preview, uh, developers will have access to the full one gig of RAM supported for UWP Xbox games. And UWP is Universal Windows Program, um, which uh, that's where they build and test uh, their games. So you, yeah, now you can get into that if you want to. All right, uh, April's PlayStation Plus games. We have on the Vita a virus named Tom. Cool. And Shoot Shimi. I don't know, I don't know what that is. On the PlayStation 4, it's Dead Star. Which, I don't know what that is either. I don't recognize that one either. Yeah. Zombie, as in the uh, Zombie U port. 
which I've heard was terrible. And then PS3 is I Am Alive and Savage Moon. Which I know what I Am Alive is. I don't know what Savage Savage Moon is. And Games with Gold for April. Let's see which one is better. Once this link loads. I know. The only one I know is Dead Space 1. Dead Space 1 for the Xbox for 360. I guess with backwards compatibility, it's on both. Saints Row 4 is 360. Not bad. And then the Xbox One games are The Wolf Among Us and Sunset Overdrive. Those There's a couple good games in that list. This might be the yeah. first time that I'd probably say uh, Games with Gold is actually better. I mean, I wasn't huge into this lit lineup. I've played literally all those games to completion. But so, oh, could... I guess except Dead Space 1 I haven't. I played Dead Space 2. That's right. Dead Space 1 is pretty good. I like it. It's too scary. It's too scary. Dead Space 2, not as scary. Compl- yeah. That's doable. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm usually, I guess the, I kind of like it when the PlayStation plus gives us a uh, uh, new brand, like brand new games that I haven't heard of that mm-hmm. end up being kind of cool. Um, but I think, um, Xbox has had better ones in the past. I wouldn't say it's the first time, but none I don't know. I'd say this is pretty strong. I'd say this is a strong list. I'd say the weakest one on this list is Wolf Among Us. I mean, Sunset Overdrive is good. Yeah. I just played that good. a while Saints ago. Is good. So. Well, that, that's my problem is I've played these all a while ago. Well, I feel like you're not like the, the ones they're aiming for in this case. I, that's true. But I'm just I'm speaking on my behalf. Mm. So. All right. That's news. Let's go into questions. Top down respected at gmail.com at TDP podcast and the Facebook group and the, and the John's P.O. box and the, anything else. Um. I, I'm not. I'm, I don't want to like figure out the pattern. I just want to get the last question. I want to read that one. What? Uh, okay. Uh, first question comes from Nitro Zelda, who says, "In the spirit of April Fool's Day, what game is just an absolute joke?" Think of the. Oh, movie. this is perfect. You Think starting of, it makes me get the last one. There you go. Think of the movie The Room, but for video games. Is it going to be Big Rigs? Probably big rigs. That's probably rigs the one I say. The, oh, is it over the road racing or over the road trucking? Over the road racing. Over the road racing. I mean, because like the I room still, is like, I still like that review, that video review. That's with Alex Navarro. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's super it's old, but it's it's a classic. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking like because the room is like famous, or you know, in its in its how bad it is, and I feel like big rigs is that game. Uh, but I, I'm trying to think of anything like recent. I feel like just completely broken games are are more normal these days, though. Yeah, like, like just go to kinda, Steam. They kind of get shunned and slammed pretty fast. Yeah, and then people forget because games come out so fast now. Like I'm sure I can find something terrible on on like the App Store, you know. All right, Wayward says, if your life was a video game, what genre would you want it to be? Uh, versus which genre would it actually be? Sorry, what was the question? What If your life was a video game, what genre would it be versus what genre would it actually be? Oh, what you want it to be versus what, what it actually is. Yeah. I feel Advent- like mini- adventure game I'd want it to be, but it's a collect-a-thon. It's a collect-a-thon? Okay. Um... I think my my life would actually be like a mini game collection. But but I, what I what do yeah. I want it to be? Your life is work time fun. Just, yeah, <laughs> that that's that's too real, man. It's too real. Um, what do I want my life to be? I want it to be. I want it to be like. Um, what what was the Tron game that came out with Legacy? That was the movie. That was the movie. What was the game? Uh, I don't know. That came out around that time. You know the one that was kind of like Prince I know. Of I know the one you're talking about. I'm trying to think of what's called. I'm looking it up. I would Uprising. Okay. No, that's the cartoon. That's the cartoon. Good cartoon. Um, discs of no evolution. Discs of Tron evolution. Evolution. I was gonna say that. And then I was like, 
well, like the wall running is real cool. So why don't you just say Prince of Persia? And then that made me think, oh, Mirror's Edge is real cool. I just wanted like parkour all over buildings. So I want my life to be like Mirror's Edge without people shooting at me. <laughs> and without there being like an awful like dictator controlling everything. That's fair. Next one comes to us from Connor. Who says, April Fool's Day is tomorrow. What's the best prank you've ever heard of in general? And have you ever been involved in any big pranks? Um, I like all the ones that I think it was EGM used to do. They're the guys who made like Lord of the Ring carding. Uh, they I don't know what that is. They, they, they pretended that there was a Lord of the Rings kart racing game coming out. Oh, karting. Okay, yeah, I kart racing. Karting with a D. Oh, sorry, karting. Um, they're the ones who made the original Street Fighter Shang Long rumor, which then they ended up eventually becoming a real character technically, so that was pretty cool. Uh, what else? They're the ones who made that Sonic and Tails were playable in Smash Brothers Melee, which led to them being in Brawl. Well, Sonic. Yeah. I haven't heard of any of these stories. Yeah, I think these are all from EGM, Electronic Games Monthly. Okay. Um, I remember... Blizzard also for World of Warcraft said they were going to make a uh, guitar. Basically, they were going to make a class where all the combat was Guitar Hero. Okay. Wasn't the Panda class originally an April Fool's yes. thing? Yes. Right. Blizzard you know usually G- has the really good ones. Do you know Gmail came out on April 1st? I did not know that. That's a that's a thing. I've known that one. That's, I mean, in terms of stuff I use, that's probably my favorite. I don't know if it's a prank. Um can't think of any big pranks i okay here's I, I was watching a funny youtube video or it might have just been like a facebook video anyways the what you do is you find escalators that are going opposite directions that are right beside each other mm-hmm. and you, you you find someone that's putting their hand you know on the on the side the railing right as they're going up and you're going down or or vice versa and then when they're not looking you just lightly like brush their the top of their hand like kind of rub it. And then as they turn and look at you, you just, you just keep staring at them as your escalators are still parting like away. Cause I mean like, what are they going to do? <laughs> and I thought that was super funny. Not so much like a prank, but just like a funny thing to do uh, on someone. I thought that was pretty good. What a weird thing to do. That's the I point. Mean, like it's I mean, super it, it's, weird. It's better than like shit, like put Kool-Aid powder in your shower head. So your, someone's hair gets dyed a color. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah, that's a and, lot better than that shit. And the yeah, because and a lot of the people like there were guys they were doing them to, and they're always just like, "What's your deal? What's what?" But you know they're not saying that because the guy's far away now, so they're just like, "What? What?" So yeah, it was pretty good. In terms of like shower stuff, I remember uh, when I lived in the dorms at university, uh, condoms on the shower heads was pretty common. So you would kind of just you know walk into the shower and you would just see this huge hanging like water balloon basically. Yeah. Um, those, those are pretty annoying. Um, people put the couches in the bathrooms. None of these were that great. You ever been a part of a cool prank? No, I kind of don't like April Fool's Day to be perfectly honest. I, I heard a pretty good analogy or I read one on Twitter. Um, I'll see if I can remember it fully because I can't find it. It was something like April Fool pranks are a lot like Adam Sandler movies. Oh my God. You know there's people out there who like them, but you don't want to know those people. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty accurate. That's pretty good. I like that. My sister's, like, I, for, like my grad prank in high school is we, t- we took apart as much of a bathroom that we could. Um, <clears throat> my sister's was pretty good. <clears throat> and I just know it because I had to kind of help with it, you know, because she was, like, in the same house and stuff. She got a bunch of people to blow up condoms and put like Vaseline inside of them. Uh, and then, you know, tie them up. So they had all these little balloons and we put them all in these garbage bags and we drove to the school. And then just as like this, as school started the atrium in the school where like the office was connected to, it was two stories. So it was like a big open area and there was like kind of like a balcony around at the top for the second story. And we poured all the balloons into the atrium. So there was a whole bunch of balloons around. And just as we did that, uh, we were in, you know, we were in the high school section of the school. Um, but the, the, the younger kids from 
I don't know, grade three and below or whatever. Um, they were just coming by for whatever reason and they love balloons. So they were like stomping on them. So for like a solid two minutes, there was just the loudest banging noises going off repeatedly for a solid two minutes. And it was right outside of the office, which was pretty funny. Um, and then when you, when you pop them, it leaves a bunch of like plastic everywhere and Vaseline because we put Vaseline's in the balloon, Vaseline in the balloons. Uh, so that was pretty funny. I thought that was a pretty good one. What a weird prank. All right, next one's yours. Yeah, I'm just trying to find it. Okay, Hannah writes, you probably already talked about it, but favorite Mitomo question and or answer? I'm going to look up what I've looked at on Mitomo. I don't really have a favorite one. They've asked I some mean, weird things like, what do you like about people you have crushes? Or what's the first thing you know about people you have a crush on? I mean, I don't think any of the questions are are that silly. They're all just pretty like kind of normal questions. Oh wait, notifications from Nintendo. Try out some missions. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, I I turned off. Shit. Anyway. Um. Yeah, is like the questions are like, "What's your favorite TV show right now? What's your most recent purchase?" I'm having more fun just giving dumb answers, really. Right, like I'm saying, all my answers, I just say the name of a movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, this is not a great answer to the question, but what current event has grabbed your interest? And I said, Batman v Superman being awful. Mm. I don't know. I think I said the sun rising. It's, uh, it's an interesting thing to fall asleep to or something akin to that. I don't remember the whole quote. I kind of like seeing other people's um like you can you can see someone's answer and then like comment on that answer Mm. and i kind of like going in there and just being like this question sucks this is just or your answer is terrible like um paul had one about cats oh it's like what's the best thing about cats and his answer was they're not dogs and my response was just like fuck this entire question or no it was fuck the entirety of this answer because dogs are great yeah so yeah, no, I think my favorite one, someone it asked me, like, what's your most recent purchase? And I said, a pile of video games I will eventually be crushed by and or drown in. Yeah, right. Yeah, I saw you the, the you tweeting that out one. <clears throat> and accurate. Definitely accurate. All right, you got the next one. Okay. Um, David writes in and says, what are your favorite sports games? And a question for John. Are you feeling adequate? I'm always feeling adequate. But as for my favorite sports game, NBA Jam. I have no idea what that adequate thing is. Uh, that's I guess a it's joke. from a stream? It's a joke from uh, MAGFest. Uh, Mag David Fest. was on our team in a tournament. And we kept doing oh, adequate. Oh, it is, right. Yeah. Wasn't your team name adequates or something? Yeah, no, we were like team substitute, but we kept doing adequately. Oh. So next year we're uh, calling ourselves team adequate. Right, right. Favorite sports game? Yeah, NBA Jam or Mario Strikers for me. I'm trying to think if I've actually played much of the Mario uh, sports games that I liked because I don't like Mario Golf. Is is racing a sport? Yeah. Okay, Burnout Paradise. There you go. Easily. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think like more traditional sports. I don't think I've ever really played like many sports games for real. Like I guess MJ Jam is just. It, the, I feel like the, that's the like go-to. a safety answer, basically. Yeah, yeah, that or, that or yeah. blitz, or blitz. Yeah, I've, I've played a little, a little bit of blitz. That's true. All right. Yeah. Next is one bu- is bumper cars a sport? Big bump. Big bump, and there you go. <laughs> Michael says, "Do you think Nintendo will remove the ability to add custom pictures to Mitomo? At the right things are going. Yes, <laughs> I don't think so. Like, I don't really see why they would need to." They must have known what would happen. And they put it in there. So I don't I think they'll stay, because like why not? But I guess we'll find out. Oh crap, I counted wrong. Oh no, I counted right. You got the next which, one. Which which one do you want? You want James's? I want James's. Okay. Uh oh god, and I see why now. Uh Chris writes in and says, In a couple of weeks, the Heroes of the Dorm tournament is going to be taking place for the second consecutive year and will be televised again. It'll be on ESPN2 from April 9th, April 10th, and I will always have a fond memory of getting my entire Twitter Twitter TL, I guess, uh, 
timeline. List, timeline full of basketball fans to watch last My entire Twitter Twitter list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll follow the watch last year's final and tweet about it. It was some pretty ridiculous fun and a great way to expose in the esports. Anyways, to relate the story to video games, when was a time that you convinced a person or group of people to play a game that you weren't sure they would like and then came around to loving, liking, or enjoying it? By the way, if you've never had this happen before, may I suggest using 50 Cent Blood on the Sand as the suggestion, as that game is impossible to hate. That is a good suggestion. It's a good game. Um, all right. Ever, ramp. ever convinced a person or group to people to play a game they weren't sure they would like? Um, trying to get my friend Emil to play Towerfall was like pulling teeth, but once he played it, he was into it. Um, did Paul and I's c- continuous talking get you into Rocket League? Because remember, it was a while before he got into Rocket League. No, I just, I eventually did want to play it. I just didn't play it for a long time. Okay. See, I remember Paul and I were talking about it for weeks and you hadn't mm. played it yet. And we kept, we kept saying like, John, you're going to love this game. Um... I had a friend who who didn't think Journey was going to be his thing, but then I showed him it, and we played through the whole thing, and he was way into that. And he's he's like a Call of Duty bro, so that was cool. I think that's it. I don't really try to sh- show off games to that many people these days, especially if I don't think they're going to be into it. All right, last question comes in from James. Yeah, this one's pretty. This one's pretty funny. Okay, a while back you talked about a Disney XD show called "Gamer's Guide to Pretty Much Everything." Were you on that episode, John? Mm, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that was the we one that had the we, weird, the weird animations and gifs. Yeah. Right. We went, we went yeah. through a polygon list. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah, we were there. All right. It has since. Sorry, it has aired since you talked about it, and just to see how bad it was, I decided to dive right into the first episode. I came out of it with a resounding, eh. It could be a lot better, but also a lot worse. Although, among friends, I am known as the guy that doesn't hate a lot of things, so take that as you will. Anyway, in the spirit of the article you guys read from, I'm going to lift off my 12 favorite things from the first episode. Alright, this first one's a quote, and the quote reads, You're taking away my third monitor? What am I supposed to do? Play with two like some kind of caveman? Uh, second one here is, the show has achievements for Connor doing school things, and the first one he gets is for being knocked down by a bunch of football players. This is great. This show sounds terrible. Uh, the number three is also a, uh, a quote, and it reads, My name is Franklin Delgato. But you can call me by my gamer tag, Franklin underscore Delgato. Uh, fourth, again, is a, is a quote. I am never washing this phone again. I have no idea what that's about. Uh, number five. Number five. Uh, so it starts off with a quote that says, why do I have fingernails? And then uh, James writes, yes, that is actually a quote from the show. Six is the teacher asking to be kicked in the crotch repeatedly to show how tough he is. Uh, Number seven is the fact that nobody seems surprised when the gang tries to get out of school early by distracting the teacher and using a drone to steal the janitor's keys to ring the bell early. Number eight is the teacher finding the label on the drone and reads Connor's gamer tag, which is Kid Fury as Kid Furry. Uh, number nine is the teacher's sententious, what, I don't know, what is it, sententious sentence of uh, cracking walnuts to harvest the dust or something. It was really weird. Number 10 says sewer pigs, pet pigs who got flushed down the toilet, grew and eat the pants off of anyone they see. Uh, number 11 is the fact that Connor's thumb, inju- sorry, Connor's thumb injury heals completely within a week or so. And 12 is another quote, and it reads, Yeah, in fact, I'm supposed to be swimming laps in my limo now. It's a big limo. This sounds terrible. This show sounds like insane. 
sounds it so sounds, dumb. It's, it sounds so dumb. That's but these all are from crazy. the first episode, too. This is great. Thank you so much, James, for writing in, uh, for you know doing doing the dirty work, and um, and uh, yeah, that's that was great. Anyways, people want to write in uh, next week if you guys watch the second episode, feel free to send us some highlights. Um, Top down perspective at gmail.com at TD podcast at TDP podcast uh, or the Facebook group. Just search top down perspective. Uh, jo- oh, John's PO box and John, what is your game of the week? Um, on the ball, on the ball. All right. Uh, and mine is an extremely hard quantum break. Like there's no way that's not getting game of the week. All right, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Later.